Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Smart people, smarter people, take longer to solve problems, brain scans show. So if you have a higher IQ, it actually takes you longer to solve a problem. That's interesting. Is that an offshoot of the Dunning-Kruger effect where essentially the dumber I am, the smarter I think I am? Oh, I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. Hmm. Incompetent people don't know they're incompetent. I always make the right decision. So I'll go with this. I don't know. I realized uh, not long ago that I'm the saddest level of intelligence. I'm just smart enough to fully comprehend how dumb I am. It's tragic. (laughs) But what are you going to do? I mean, I I see like our friend Tim Sandifer or, you know, uh, various other people we know, talk to. And I can clearly see how much smarter they are than I am. And you think it'd be better if you didn't have the ability to do ascertain that? Yeah, a tick or two dumber would be a lot more comfortable for me. <laughs> I'd think, oh, they just got lucky. Somebody just gave them that, that job. They probably knew somebody. <laughs> no, no, it's that they're super smart. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm a charming conversationalist and a skillful dancer. Well. Do your kids play the video games? I have a recent experience with that whole situation as my kids, they're at the age where you're really into it, 11 and 13 boys. Yeah, they could get out of hand if I let it, which I'm not, Uh, but I want to talk about that coming up. Also this hour, uh, some uh, reaction to our segment early in the show about the crumbling of Portlandia. Portlandia's crumbling. That's right. Portlandia's crumbling. 
All right. Uh, and uh, how they're experimenting decriminalizing drugs, but having no, like, stick if you violate the law and victimize people and the rest of it, how it's crumbled. Well, we have some emails about that. And, and in a related story, uh, you may remember Chicago had an election for mayor not long ago, and the moderate reformer guy got beat by the super progressive who vowed to even go further down the whole, you know, defund the police, decriminalize crime thing. And and that brave experiment is bearing exactly the sort of fruit you would think. More on that to come. But first, yeah, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. Three, two, one, lift off. Indict me. An indictment was unsealed. I think this is a travesty. I think this is terrible. President Trump is under siege in a way that we have never seen before. When I take a red pen through uh, material that is protected by the First Amendment, it reduces much of this to a haiku. You know, they're not indicting me. They're indicting you. I just happen to be standing in their way. Understanding a regulatory environment means selling access. That, yeah. That's how I interpret it. And I think that's how most people in, you know, in Wall Street, whether they admit it or not, interpret it. Hunter may have uh, promoted the illusion of influence on his father. It's an abuse of soft power, I'd say. I mean, this was an influence peddling brand. And the object of that influence peddling was Joe Biden. I have uh, seven grandkids. For goodness sake. Our, our country should be more fearful of white men. I know, right? Xeno pronouns, perhaps one of the most beautiful concepts. They're unsayable and sort of effervescent and unknowable. You've literally lost your mind. To say I am a woman is a debauching of language, and that's where I draw the line. Federal investigators charging two U.S. Navy sailors with a shocking betrayal, stealing defense secrets and selling them to China. Doctors say chronic loneliness poses the same physical health risks as smoking cigarettes every day. I know, right? I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world. Somebody was complaining about the music, and so Mr. Softy's not going to come down our street no more. They can put hair color, bleach, anything in these. Don't ever use these. You take a straw, you stick it on the buttery machine, you stick it in your popcorn, and you distribute it to the bottom of your popcorn. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Now go. That's going to do it. Wow. That's all we can say. We talked a lot about that yesterday. So that sound there toward the end was the video making the rounds of a guy getting beaten at a convenience store because he was stealing. And some employees said, no, you ain't. Yeah. Had him down on the ground or beating on him. And man, that got a lot of attention. I think most it, of it positive. I think that uh, poor gentleman, I mean, you know, stop stealing. This won't happen to you. But I think he ended up getting the brunt of the frustration of a, of of people's fed upness with this whole thing. Sucks for him. Sucks for him. Yeah. Don't steal would be the way to avoid that. Let me see if I can jam my thumb into my eye and generate a tear for him. Nope. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> this will not end comfortably, no, some of the trends. There's going to be more <laughs> vigilante justice. Of course there will be. If you're going to let people commit crimes like that. You're going to let people violate the norms of civilization? Civilization's going to fight back. And that is not some sort of blanket approval for everything that's going to happen or has happened. Don't be an idiot. It's just a simple fact. Yes, Michael. 23-minute police response times. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was in Portland, but yeah, it's similar in other areas. Yeah. When seconds count, the cops are minutes away. Not their fault, but that's... Uh, no, that's absolutely just, not. ...the society we have crafted currently. I mentioned video games. My youngest son is super into them right now, and he wanted to, he earned a new one from doing something that he he did. Um, uh, but he, he had a couple of games that he wanted, and they're both rated above his age. But I've come to figure out with both TV shows and video games, you can't just go with that. Mm-hmm. Part of well, part of the problem is I'm way on the either prudish or responsible end, depending on how you look at it, among other parents I know. Their kids are playing games my kids have never played before. And, I mean, it's like like really good, solid people, too. <laughs> Not like, you know, it's a, uh, a a rental trailer with pit bulls in a dirt yard or something. I mean, these are really solid, dependable people. And and their kids are playing kids. So I'm on the prudish end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, because the But the ratings are so difficult to follow at first glance and i've talked about this with movies you have to go to the various websites where they break it down and sometimes an r rating or a mature rating or whatever will be for stuff that's like really that's what you're worried about or too commercialism too much commercialism (laughs) which is just hilarious you're gonna give this a rating because it's got too many brand names in it what um, or lack of diversity, that's a big one, too. Not enough diversity in this video game or this movie, so it's uh, it's downgraded in terms of a trading. All right, well, maybe that's important, but it's not on my radar right now. I noticed your movie about the Swedish crew champions is awfully heavy on white people. I can't recommend it. <laughs> but some of the violent stuff I do I do wonder about, and most of my parent friends let their kids play games that I'm not letting my kids play and I or at least I haven't yet and what how bad how damaging they are I just I don't know third shooter what is it uh first person shooter games and then there's so that's you know that got a lot of attention over the last several years so third person shooter games is a big thing right now to get away from first person shooter games so you're like off to the side but your character is shooting other people and what damage that is doing to the brain, I don't really mm. know. Uh, yeah, it's probably a combination of exposure to that sort of thing and certain other factors. Sure. You have to have like three factors line up to have it really damage a kid. That's my theory. Anyway. Well, right. In a, in a lot of cases where you got these school shooters, particularly, who played a lot of first-person shooter games, they're also psychotic. Yeah. Being psychotic doesn't help. Mm-mm. No. How do you factor no, that it, in with your regular kit? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, especially you know, the, my, third, uh, the, the third person shooter thing is kind of a new phenomenon. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I'm having trouble comprehending that. 
My son, who is a Oregon hippie and one of the most gentle people you will ever meet, loved Grand Theft Auto. He would play that and just laugh and laugh and laugh because he found it so ridiculous. Well, right, and yeah. It, and he'd, he would never raise a hand against somebody who wasn't attacking him, never. No, and most of my kids' friends have played Grand Theft Auto. We don't have it. We don't have it in the house. They've, they've not played it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just And he used to do stuff that was just utterly, I can't even describe it to you. Just that he, he would intentionally do things that were just abhorrent well, right. in the game. Well, how old was he when he was doing abhorrent things? Well into his teenage years, probably seventeen. But and and do they do any damage? I don't know that. Uh, I mean, a lot of the things that seem really off-putting in print, you know, you read about it and you think, well, that's just awful. But you know, I I could write a description of many Looney Tunes cartoons that would sound <laughs> horrific. Right, right, yeah. This man took a baseball bat to a duck and hit it so hard. <laughs> That his beak spun around. <coughs> Disfigured the duck permanently. Yes, exactly. Disfiguring wow. the duck. Yeah. To the point at that the same, it could no longer make a noise. At the same time, though, there's a, a, a <laughs> just an unbelievably interesting book called On Killing by Dave. What's his last name? I've cited it many times. Um, that talks about how... Um, do we have time for this? Yeah. The rate at which U.S. service people would actually point their gun at an enemy and pull the trigger. Because it's much lower than you might imagine through history. The the number of people who would actually point their gun and try to kill their enemy in battle was much, much lower than 100%, significantly lower. They finally got it to improve when they had the soldiers get used to shooting at human-looking targets as opposed to a bullseye or something like that. They desensitized the soldiers to the idea of shooting at a human being. And first-person shooter games unquestionably do that. If you have no murderous intent or if you're a moral person, you could probably do that all day long and you would never ever hurt an innocent person. 99.9% of people are never going to point a gun at a human being anyway. Right, right. Uh, But so... You know, all that stuff is much, much more important, but that sort of thing does play a role. It doesn't play no role. My favorite Daffy Duck are always, if his, if his, if his beak ends up on the ground and he has to p- pick it up and put it on his head to talk. I never enjoyed that. I, I found <laughs> it sickening. I found that so funny. He picks up his beak, sticks it on his head. You're despicable. <laughs> So the uh, title of the book is On Killing the Psychological Cost of Learning to Kill in War and Society by Dave Grossman. It's a fabulous book. Yeah, I'm on the prude end of it so far. I don't know if it's right or wrong. Uh, We have a text line, 415-295-KFTC. Maybe you have thoughts. we got other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Super quick text. Please stop with your opinions about the harm of video games. All of us parents have opinions, and most of them are different from yours. I don't know. I don't. My, my opinion was I don't know how harmful they are. And that I know that I'm on the prude end of video games. <laughs> and of the 50 to 90,000 topics somebody might discuss during the day, that's the one where we shouldn't express our opinions. I'm not sure I get you, friend. No, I think I'm probably more careful than I need to be is my, I don't know, whatever. That's enough of that. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, Responding to that. Arr! So uh, Sean Hannity had a couple of uh, interesting uh, montages of clips going the last couple of days that we enjoyed. Uh, this is exclusively Morning Joe, and we cut this one down by two thirds. This is just in recent days. Trump's political group. We heard from Trump who can put the words in Donald Trump's mouth. Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's super PACs. Trump's political group. Mr. Trump, Trump, Trump's Trump advisors, Trump investigation. The Trump situation. Trump employee. Trump, Trump's challengers. Critique of Trump. Trump, 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 Trump's actions. Donald Trump's party. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trumpism. I'm Donald Trump with Donald Trump. Mr. Donald Trump. Trump had the big crowd in Iowa and he's continuing to suggest Trump is Trump demanded. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, that's former President Trump, Trump, President Trump, former President Trump. Of the looming indictments of Donald Trump and Trump's, uh, Donald Trump's, <laughs> the Trump world. I, I'm not sure MSNBC would exist if Donald Trump hadn't run for and, and gained the presidency. They might be running soccer. 
Yeah, I watch every day. It doesn't matter what news story is going. <clears throat> that is the the headline, even if it's something that is days old. But yeah, there must be an oh, audience for it. Speaking of soccer, uh, I think the U.S. gals are playing Sweden. Ooh. Sweden cruised through the first round, won all three of their games, outscored their opponents nine to one. Oh, really? Our gals scored four goals in three games. With like a win and two ties. Are you an America hater or what? You sound like you're rooting against the United States of America. I'm just spitting truth. Huh? You don't like it? And then speaking of montages, I thought this was uh, instructive. I I don't approve of what uh, Trump did after the election. I despise January 6th, et cetera, et cetera. I think I've made that pretty clear. On the other hand, what you hear in this clip is undeniable. These are all Democrats. As I've been telling candidates who have come to see me, you can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win, so how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. The president is an illegitimate racist occupying the White House. The Russian weighing in on the election, the Russian attempt to have, to have the election, and frankly, the FBI's uh, weighing in on the election, I think make the, make, makes his election illegitimate. Yeah, and then Stacey Abrams uh, with all sorts of conspiracy theories in Georgia. Just it's, it's kind of the thing now. It's not a good thing, but boy, everybody likes to do it. And it'll be a close election again, and whichever side loses will uh, we'll, we'll believe it was stolen, or at least a good chunk of people will. Yeah, it may be a close election. I still don't know who's running. So that's an excellent point right there. Does it make any Biden di- Trump? I bet you quite a bit of money it's not going to be Biden Trump. Huh. If you miss an hour of this show, we do four. Grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I haven't heard this, but uh, Katie touts it. This is voice actor, imitator uh, Austin Nasso. Enjoy. Clip 12, Michael. Donald, where do you put your classified documents? I leave mine in the restroom or on the coffee table for guests. This year, I use mine as stocking stuffers. Sometimes I take Snapchats with mine, which is very safe, by the way, because they disappear in 10 seconds. Sometimes I use mine as a bib so I don't get applesauce on my shirt. I'm stitching mine together into a suit and wearing it to a gala. I'm handing mine out with crayons so your kid's all wrong side track like slim jim and tall bomb <laughs> that's a pretty good biden his, his i thought his trump was way better than his biden but that last chunk was pretty good <clears throat> that was pretty funny uh oh speaking of funny i wanted to throw this in before we get to the slightly more serious stuff um uh who is this oh steven alameda wrote this email he says, Joe, I have a song you may record, get banned, and then it'll climb up the charts. ChatGPT wrote the lyrics. Here is the premise. A neighbor, a psychologist, sees a boy playing with a doll and determines that that boy must be trans. The child is transitioned. The father leaves when the child's name is changed to Sue. And for some reason, he spells it like the Indian tribe. Uh, the child grows up and detransitions. And Sue searches for his father. The trans community will want the song banned for detransitioning, but here's the song. And ChatGPT actually wrote lyrics with those prompts. And it's not very good. <laughs> and it's different than the Johnny Cash classic, A Boy Named Sue? Uh, yes, indeed. The chorus is, nah, let's see, wow. I There's parts of this I don't even want to read on the air. But thank you for going to that trouble, Steve in Alameda. Uh, my name is Sue. How do you do? And now you're gonna die, says Johnny oh. Cash. Ooh, a lot of killing in Johnny Cash songs. Was he the first gangster rapper? I wonder if that song's that. Well, nobody plays those kind of songs on the radio anyway, so it doesn't. There's no such thing as is it airworthy. Earlier today, uh, I can't remember what hour, uh, I would tell you if I knew, so you could grab it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Um, we, we talked about Portlandia and how 
they've decriminalized drugs and, and they kept talking about, well, Portugal did it and it worked and they've been having had a good experience. But they enacted none of the programs Portugal did about uh, repercussions if you don't get with the program or if you break the law or whatever. It was like all the carrot and none of the stick. And now the, the unicornians of, of Portlandia are standing around wondering how their beautiful city became a hellhole. Anyway. Well, one thing, got, one quick question I have about the sure. whole, uh, the, the, the idea behind legalizing hard drugs. Aren't a lot of the hard drugs just automatically addictive? Like, uh, booze isn't addictive for most people, but it is for some people. But like with heroin, isn't, doesn't everybody who... You're going to become a heroin addict, aren't you? I mean, is there is there recreational now and then heroin use? Or it's a much more slippery slope. Uh, yeah, people can do heroin a few times and not become addicts, but you are really playing with the devil. Uh, cocaine's the same. I, I, you know, I was in college in the '80s, and there was a lot of a lot of coke on campus where I went to school, and uh, there were plenty of people who'd do it now and again, and only a handful that I knew that really got into trouble. Uh, but, but it depends. Thinking, fentanyl is extremely yeah, addictive. I was thinking heroin and fentanyl and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, if a drug is really addictive to a lot of people, then the whole idea of feel free to do it is practically setting you up for disaster. Well, yeah, the idea is, well, let's not make this a law enforcement thing. Let's make it a health thing. That way mm. people can deal with it openly. But every society that's done that successfully has had rules, and they enforce them, and you've still got to act like a, a citizen. You can't act like a, a junkie bum. But we miss that in the progressive Western United States. It's astounding. Anyway, got this note from, how does he sign this? Retired Army guy. Uh, his pronouns are Colonel, Sir, and Jumpmaster. I like that. Uh, he writes, Gents, was listening to your show talking about the Bay Area and, and Portlandia. I wanted to share a short list of observations. Uh, number one, Portland is the love child of Oakland and San Francisco. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but it made me chuckle. Two, the massive number of Black Lives Matter or in this house and we believe unicornian feel goodistic social justice virtue signaling yard signs found throughout this city don't seem to be making it a better place. Also, the Fred Meyer grocery stores are like little green zones where one passes through an entrance gate upon entering the store and has the receipt checked by an armed security guard upon re- departing. Right. Nice. Um. Folks, that wasn't necessary just a couple of years ago. Right. What changed? You answered the question. Tiny villages have been set up behind neighborhoods to keep the homeless safe and drug dealers out of homeless camps. With the result of the drug dealers congregating outside of the tiny villages and homeowners suffering through the plethora of problems brought to their neighborhoods by the new tiny villages. When not housed in tiny villages, camped on sidewalks or corners or vacant lots or side streets, the homeless have taken over wetlands, forests, floodplains, etc. And he sent a link to this news article, Natural Sites in East Portland, Hardest Hit by Homeless Camps. And finally, Portlanders, while seemingly concerned about the continued failure of their progressive policies, seem to just throw up their hands in resigned hopelessness with a, well, what are you going to do, attitude. Wow. Wow, that is so interesting. And then this, speaking of emails, this is from, uh, we'll just say uh, initial G. Last month, my daughter in Chicago was attacked by a woman with a hammer, and the police never came. She staggered into a restaurant, bleeding profusely, and a customer drove her to the hospital. The ER called the police, and it took 30 minutes for them to come. Later, they caught the hammer-wielding girl, but she was bailed out and is still on the streets. 
P.S. This is a very nice section of Chicago. Can you imagine attacking someone with a hammer, hurting them badly, them having to go to the hospital, and they turn you loose the next day? Oh, that is Chicago. Yeah. And speaking of Chicago, there's, uh, well, I think this news report actually does a pretty good job of describing what happened. Go ahead and hit number 60, Michael, if you'd be so kind. This was the scene near Roosevelt and Canal Sunday night. Groups looted a convenience store. More than three dozen teenagers were arrested along with a 12-year-old and at least one 20-year-old. Store owners say it was the second such incident in that area in just the past few weeks. Yeah, so mob shoplifting, mob violence, that sort of thing has now become uh, a huge problem in Chicago. And interestingly enough, uh, well, obviously, you've heard Chicago is a shooty city. I mean, people are there's blood running in the streets from all the shootings. It's dozens and dozens every weekend. People killed, including kids. And uh, the reformer candidate for mayor last year, he lost to the guy who said, I'm going to go even further down the progressive road because this guy was uh, he's a teacher's union guy. He used to be with the teacher's union. So, of course, the teacher's union voted for him and the bloodletting continues in Chicago. But there was a tragically hilarious moment when uh, during a press conference about all the mob violence, uh, a reporter used the term mob in 62, Michael. That's not appropriate. We're not talking about mob actions. I didn't say that. Okay, what I'm hold on a second. Okay, respectfully, these large gatherings, these large gatherings, just hold on a second, y'all. I promise you, we have time to talk. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. This is not to obfuscate what is actually taking place. Yeah, yeah, it is. He insisted that the reporters not use the term mob and instead insisted that they use the term large groups. <laughs> I mean, how can something that horrible be that funny? But that's hilarious. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There'll be plenty of time, y'all, with respect. Don't be using that term mob. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. I remember it. Thug was seen as racially charged. Why is the word mob racially charged, though? I don't have the slightest idea. This guy's a nut job. He's a unicornian who will preside over many people dying in Chicago, and he will congratulate himself for it. Before we take a break, we've had a bunch of people text. How come you haven't mentioned this? Diane Feinstein, senator from California, 90 years old, has ceded power of attorney to her daughter. Yeah, though she's still serving as a U.S. senator, it kind of is an indication (laughs) that you're not up to it. She's not capable of handling her own affairs, but she is capable of handling the nation's affairs. Right. Can't handle her own finances, can handle the finances of your tax money. Right. Okay. Just want to make sure I understood. Is is liable to give a scammer $50,000 over the phone. Yet controls the trillions of dollars in the U.S. budget. Can vote correctly on difficult, complicated legislation. Is liable to give scammers her social security number. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you got to laugh. That's what's going to happen in Congress. They're going to be having one of those big things where they're sitting around talking and somebody's going to say, and by the way, Diane, what is your social security number and your phone number and your address? And what's the three-digit pin on the back of the card? (laughs) Wow. She's liable to fall for a scammer. Oh, uh, boy. We got to get them all together. Joe, 
Mitch, Feinstein. Fetterman's younger, but his brain don't work either. Uh, Chuck Grassley, I think there's one more, too. You just have them all just hang out together. What, like an 80-plus club in the Capitol? I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe some sort of reality show, like where they all live in a house together and there are hijinks and challenges. Wow. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> wow, I'm not watching that. Uh, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. This article you highlighted for me, Michael, and I'm actually going to try it about how to get to sleep because I've been talking about how I don't know if I have insomnia or what, but I, I've, I've had more trouble sleeping in the last week or so than I've ever had in my life. It's really bothering me. This particular research is about how sometimes what's happening is your fight or flight response thing is stuck. Your sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, is just stuck in the on position. Wow. And so it, you're overly active, which makes you feel overstimulated, not ready to relax and transition to sleep. Obviously, if you're in fight or flight, the last thing you're going to do is go to sleep. This guy wants to fight me. I think I'll lay down and take a nap. Is not the way we generally. <laughs> fight or fight or sleep. Yeah. Right. So how do you get it back in, in step? Well, this 478 breathing technique technique can activate your parasympathetic nervous system responsible for for resting and digesting it's kind of the opposite or fight or flight i always thought it was interesting when i was a wrestler i i always uh, i i initially when i was younger had this concern what if i really need to go to the bathroom in the middle of a wrestling match what happens and it just never happened and i thought well that's weird that i just never have well it's because that whole thing shuts down when you're in a real physical stressful fight or flight sort of thing mm-hmm um, what you're trying to do to when you're sleeping is you're you're getting back into the resting, digesting body stuff. Your mind can take a break from defending yourself. Or so Boy, you and resting get, and digesting, two of my favorite things. If I was going to write a rap song about myself, that would probably be the chorus. I'm resting and digesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get your parasympathetic nervous system going to uh, to shut off your sympathetic nervous system. How do you do that with the 478 method, which you can remember pretty easily, and I'm going to try it tonight. Completely exhale through your mouth, making a whoosh sound. Whoosh. Close your mouth and quietly inhale through your nose to a mental count of four. Remember, this is the 478 method, so there's your four. Okay. You inhale through your nose to a count of four. Hold your breath now for a count of seven. Then exhale through your mouth, making a whoosh sound for a count of eight. That's not that's that was a few. That was a p h e w w w. You want a whoosh, whoosh. sound? Whoosh. That sounds like, like a you're trying shush. to make a wind sound effect. That sounded like a shush. I didn't hear any w sound in that. I'm not sure the point is getting hung up on the whoosh. It's w h o o s h. Whoosh. whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> repeat the process three more times for a total of four breath cycles and it says here it will reset your resting digestive parasympathetic system and this i could actually see this being a thing i'm gonna try it tonight i'll let you know if it works if so you breathe in, in your nose four you hold your breath for seven then you whoosh out for eight yeah and it resets it's like hitting restart on your computer if i'm stuck in my fight or flight which obviously you wouldn't be able to get to sleep okay 
So, so that's your control alt delete. Um, yeah. That's either a complete crap or something incredibly useful. Give it a try. What did we did we come up with a name or did somebody already have a name handy for you saying control alt delete reminded me of this for when you're trying to do what should be a simple like computer task but it's just not working. It's not doing the thing it's supposed to be. Did we come up with now, a word or somebody had a word? At one point we we asked what's the what would you name that emotion? That frustration oh, it's, over it's, an idiotic, you can't sign on, and you go for your sign on, and it tells you it doesn't recognize your what's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's its own unique feeling, too. There is nothing else that occurs in my life. Kid problems, car problems, work problems. Nothing else occurs in my life that gives me the same feeling as that, whatever that is. You know, you know what? I should have posted it in, on the studio wall. I remember we had a couple of winners that we thought were brilliant, but I can't remember what they were. Anyway, Henry'd been looking forward to this video game. I was talking about video games earlier. Looking forward to this video game for weeks and weeks and weeks. He finally earned it. I told him he could download it. We went through that whole process, downloaded it on his computer, and for whatever reason, the computer says it can't run it, and I have no idea why. It's got all the capabilities to run this. It's just, it's just one of those... I'd like to smash you into tiny bits. I mean, it would make me feel better briefly. To just smash yeah, that you exhaustion. into the, to the yeah, exact that exhaustion of that. feeling of defeat, right? And why is it so much different than a flat tire or? Well, because you know how to fix that, or you can get somebody to fix it. I guess, yeah. Well, and 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 the inconvenience is so disproportionate to what would fix it, right? That might be it. With your hosts, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. That is art at the highest level. Here's your host. It's a parody of something else, but it's brilliantly done. For final thoughts, Joe Getty. Yeah, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. Michelangelo, lead us off. What's your final thought? You know, I want to see a return to uh, fun PSAs like Woodsy the Owl. That brought me back to my childhood. Everything now is a drug commercial with side effects. I want something, you know, fun like Woodsy the Owl. Don't pollute. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Or Greta Thunberg bitching at me. Bring back the owl. Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Earlier in the show, you had the stat that 90% of United States citizens think that China is a problem. But boy, do we love their stuff. We shop Mm. their cheap stuff. Their social media app is in our top 20 in our country. I don't know about that statistic. Yeah. How does that get untangled? Jack, a final thought? I'm rushing off to see my son's football practice. He's been at practice all week long, and I want to see it in person, how it's going. And I'm really liking this coach. He's all about learning to stick with things you commit to and uh, the, the, the all kinds of things that really have nothing to do with football, but everything to do with life. So I'm enjoying it so far. Terrific. Uh, My final thought has to do with the people of Chicago electing Mayor Brandon Johnson, who's going to take them further down the road of lawlessness and bloodletting. One of my favorite quotes from H.L. Mencken, democracy is the theory that the common people know what they want and deserve to get it good and hard. Yeah, that is unfortunately very true. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. 
So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Enjoy the hot links. Enjoy the swag store, the A&G t-shirts. So many to choose from. The Cal Unicornia flag for you Cal Unicornians. Drop us an email if you see something we ought to be talking about over the weekend. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. This was an insanely eventful week, but we're so used to it, it didn't even really stand out as such. Who knows what next week will be like. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Oh. It is what it is. Well, can I can I make a, a very obvious point? Breaking news! It's cold! There's no doubt in my mind. That was really cool for me. Okay. Come on, guys. No, 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 no! No! And now, court be adjourned. Have a great Friday, you mother... It's over now. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.